Airborne infection isolation rooms, or AII rooms, should remain under negative pressure relative to all adjoining rooms. Infection rooms, negative pressure. Protection in operating rooms, positive pressure. Filters should be maintained. Check for filter, or check for pressure drops. Should be replaced. So that's important. And this forward shall be the standard. This merely does not require necessary performance. The standard has been processed in accordance. Addition is the extension or increase of a floor area. Airborne infection isolation room is an AII. Isolation patients affected with organisms for an airborne drop of nuclei less than 5 UM diameter. Airborne infection isolation rooms designed so the requirements of the standard to provide airborne infection isolation and alteration is a significant change. Average velocity is the volumetric flow rate divided by the air quantity of the air distribution of a device. A structure wholly or partly enclosed with the wall roof. Class A, Class B, and Class C surgeries. Positive pressure. Equipment. Okay, I've got 32 pages to get through. Do it. Guidelines. Infections can occur in healthcare facilities. Uniformers of E size 4 to 8 UM, equivalent particles of 2 EM have been found in droppings. Several outbreaks are associated. Numerous reports in healthcare facilities, fungi and bacteria and viruses. So heating and ventilation air conditioning systems are designed to maintain temperature, control odors, remove contaminated air, facilitate air handling requirements to protect susceptible staff and patients from airborne healthcare, minimize the risk of transmission to airborne pathogens from infected patients. An HVAC system includes outside air intake, filters, humidity modification, mechanical systems, heating and air conditioning. We've set up guidelines and they are as follows, air quality standards, ventilation rates, temperature levels, humidity levels, pressure relationships, and minimum air changes. Specific deep zone and healthcare facility operating room records and healthcare's patient areas and support departments. Guidelines are representative of a consensus of documentation for all those having jurisdiction, including all the above. 40 state agencies have either incorporated or adopted the references guidelines. Outdoor air recirculated through the air cleaners or filter banks is designed to reduce the concentration of contaminants. Air is conditioned for temperature and humidity before it enters the space. Infiltration is air leakage outward. Exfiltration is air inward. With permission, exhaust controls contained or prevent the spread of airborne on the center of local exhaust ventilation. General cleaning, general, general ventilation encompasses delusion and things like that. So... That's now three minutes in, page four. Here we go. Air quality standards, pressure relationships. We did that one, page five. A central HVAC system operates as follows. Outdoor air enters the system. They removes large particulates. Air enters a distribution for conditioning. After it's been conditioned, it's withdrawn through return duct and delivered to an HVAC unit. Return air is exhausted out while the remainder is removed contaminants. Air for the toilet rooms and other soiled rooms go through a separate duct system. Air from the rooms with tuberculosis patients exhausted outside or pass through a HEPA filter. 
Ultrafidal dermocidal can be used in adjacent, but cannot replace a heterophyll. So UVGI can be used, but it's not a replacement. Filtration is removal of stuff from the air. There is all kinds of ways of doing that. The second bank filter usually consists of high efficiency filters. Filtration is done for adequate most patient areas. However, nursing home facilities, HEPA filters, anything under 99.97 is effective in removing particles of 3UM. As a reference, HEPA filters are uh, filters are high, costs are high, but the inline disposal providers can increase the life. Alternatively, disposal units that filter air is 90% efficient, the life of the filter can be extended by nine. Therefore, the concept of progressive filtration of a HEPA filter is in the care. It can be used for as many as 10 years. These filters absorb chemicals, and HEPA filters are framed with metal. HEPA filters are fixed with HVAC systems. Better to use the metal ones, increased effectiveness for airflow. Portable HEPAs are used in engineering controls to clean HVAC systems. The effectiveness of the portable unit depends on the configuration of room, depends on the placement. If it's portable, then they should have recirculating air equivalent of 12 air changes per hour. The hospital engineering department should be contacted. Filter maintenance, ultraviolet thermohydrosation, is supplemental but should not be replaced it does show that the lamps remove uh, the particles and on page seven we see that it must have a pan at the bottom and the fixture the series of parallel colonization units outward germicidal effect is dependent upon the air mixing via convection of the rooms bacterial innovation and clinical effectiveness of uv systems may vary they're not recommended prior to re-air circulation it's also not recommended for a substitute for a hepa filter and the next thing we need to know is that the guidelines for vital infection control says that relative humidity is a percentage of saturation, 100% is completely saturated, and so on. Relative humidity levels 60% are perceived as uncomfortable. Above 60% promote fungal growth. The designated comfort area is 30 to 60. A wash water unit, water is sprayed into drops and they're filtered, blah, 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 blah. The residual types of not a lot of healthcare facilities per the AA guidelines. Ventilation is control of contaminants. Renovation rates are voluntary. Ventilation guidelines are defined in terms of air volume per minute is an document based. Most ventilation systems are expressed as ACH. Healthcare facilities generally use recirculated air. Fans create sufficient positive pressure to force air through the building duct and adequate negative pressure to evacuate the air from a conditioned space through the return duct, thereby completing the circuit. Hospitals that are not served with HVC systems through the wall Use a wall or fan units. Guidelines for these installed systems depend on outdoor air requirements, and these requirements are not directed at new installations, but rather existing settings. Now, the important thing is that the system optimizes the airflow for air turbulence. You've got to deliver at least 0.05 meters per second, help minimize the opportunities for microorganism proliferation. So you have systems that say these systems work, and then you gotta think about positive. Positive and negative pressure refers to the pressure differential between two spaces as air flows away. It's pressurized, it's positive, if air comes in, it's negative, and it's depressurized. AI tombs are set to negative pressure. PE rooms housing patients are pressure are kept at positive pressure. PE rooms are kept at positive pressure. Self-closing doors are mandatory. You've got to think about pressure entry differential changes. AI rooms are negative. PE rooms are positive, protective environments. Surgery is one of those protective environments. Healthcare professionals must perform risk assessment to determine the appropriate number of negative pressure rooms or positive pressure rooms for PE and serve patient population. 
So it's very important to have the right numbers, okay? Please get the right numbers. You can create high humidity, extreme moisture level, and favor a fungal level that drain pins. If moisture is present in the HVC system, periods of stagnation should be avoided. Immersive organisms can be released upon startup, increasing airborne infection. So proper engineering of HVC system is critical. If a hospital has surgery center, it was traced to a lot of problems. The organism proliferated. The ventilation system was turned off routinely. That's the problem. Can't turn it on and off. The air was filtered in communication, but not afterwards. Because once you turn the system on and off, you're blowing that shit of your air Most healthcare facilities have contingency plans. The plans are backup generators in high-risk areas. Alternative generators are required within 10 seconds. If the ventilation system is out of service, the air is stagnant, must be recleaned. Air filters must be changed. Dust cleaning healthcare facilities benefits from the term performance, but its useful infection control has not been determined. Uh, general information, environmental disturbances caused by construction, renovation, and repair facilities, activities, or near the healthcare facilities marked as allergens. Environmental source of the facility has been identified and corrected. Page 11 of 32. Members. Suggested members and functions of multidisciplinary coordination team on renovation repairs, infection control, laboratory personnel, and employee safety personnel. Coordinate members have input on uh, positive projects management plan, oversee all the infection, develop a plan for maintenance. Everyone needs to be educated. You need to incorporate specific standards with major topics to consider design, assessment of risk, and measure of dust and moisture. Checklist has to be put together. Please fill out the checklist. Okay. Construction design and function considerations are location of sinks, types of faucets, appropriate material for sinks, well, uh, appropriate location for medicine preparation areas, convenient location for soil utilities, protect, uh, proactive strategies that help prevent environmentally medicated airborne infections in healthcare facility dem- during demolition, construction, and renovation, potential presence of dust and moisture and their contributing factors must be extended. Contaminants, measures for dust and controls uh, around a site, and we got to make sure that the windows are sealed and doors closed or sealed. Contaminant dust debris generated from construction facility, applicator and fabricator engineering controls needs to be cleaned here around the construction site. Uh, infection control risk assessment areas, the ICRA, conducted before you begin repairs. And you need to do air sampling. The air sampling is important to detect aerosols or particles, contaminant sampling, and that's super important. Now, uh, demolition site. Shroud the site if possible to reduce the environmental contamination. Uh, dust generating equipment is the equivalent of dust will not enter the building. Construction material storage located away from the facility. Air intakes should be sealed off if possible or moved if funds permit. Adjacent air intakes to construction sites need to be sealed off. HVC systems, the engineer asking about pressure differentials from recirculation, keep the facility air pressure positive to outside air. Positive to outside air. So make sure that stuff's going out. Filters ensure that they're properly installed. Windows should be sealed. Doors should be closed. Do not prop them open. Uh, Use tacky mats outside the entrances if you can't keep the doors open. Water utilities, um, relative to construction site, preventing the intrusion of dust into water systems. Contamination has been associated with problems. Uh, Legionella disease. Medical gas piping ensure these lines are insulated during periods of vibration. The rooftops are temporarily closed off. Provide methods to minimize dust. Immunocompromised pastings should be moved away from that site. Pedestrian traffic should be closed. 
Truck traffic should reroute it if possible. Arrange for frequent street cleaning. Education and awareness. Encourage reporting of hazardous or unsafe incidents associated with construction. Encourage reporting hazardous or unsafe incidents. Everything on Chess Life matters. Minimizing the amount of entry in the HVAC system is crucial in reducing the risk of airborne contaminants. Facility engineers should be consulted about the potential impact of shutting down the system and increasing the filtration. Selected air handles, especially those located in investigation points, should be shut off temporarily. Certain handles should be shut off temporarily so you don't overload the system with dust and debris. Cars, care is needed to avoid facility-wide reductions in pressure differentials from the building's negative pressure relative to the outside. The positive, excess, and particularly overload of subsequent reductions in effectiveness in air intake systems should be shut off temporarily, and air filters must be infrequently uh, with proper insulation to function. Excessive dust penetration should be avoided, recirculated air minimized, and... Uh, shut them down. Uh, you should be utilized while the outdoor intakes are shut down. So make sure that all these things are done during demolition. Part two, and part two is going to be very important. This is the HVAC systems consultant facility engineer about differentials. <sighs> PE rooms should be positive. AII rooms should be negative, and that's um, infection control. We're going to minimize the entry. Minimize the entry. Car is needed to prevent excessive particulate overload and subsequent reductions. And we're halfway there. Um, dust control can be mingled by misting dirt and debris from heavy dust and general operational activities, decreasing the amount of aerosols nearby windows. Monitoring the adherence of these controls throughout the demolition excavation is crucial. Converting pedestrian traffic away from high construction site decreases the amount of dust tracked back to the healthcare facility. Internal demolition, construction, renovation, and repairs to focus primarily on the infection control program during the interior construction and the repairs contaminated dust and moisture. This objective is the educating construction workers about the importance of control measures, preparing the site, notifying staff and patients, moving patients as negated, monitoring HVAC performance, implementing daily cleanup, terminal cleaning, and removal of debris upon completion, ensure the integrity of the water system. These activities should be coordinated with engineering staff and infection control professionals. Physical barricades capable of containing smoke and dust will confine dispersed fungal spores to the construction zone. This specific type of physical barrier depends on the project's scope of debris. Short-term projects with minimal dust can use plastic portable containers and negative pressure with a HEPA filter of the exhaust of the enclosed work area. So that's very important to have the air handlers in those construction areas. The size of the area is important. HEPA filters and continuous operation are needed. Uh, tools to assist in the decision-making process, more elaborate, installing dust, sealing tapes and edges, uh, making sure the barriers from floor to floor, which uh, takes into account the space and fitting and drawing any temporary doors to the construction zone. Make sure that those are all closed up. Now, other aerosols, in addition to infectious aerosols, several indoor air quality issues must be thought about pressure sensitizing allergenic agents, irritants in the workplace, engineering potentially hazardous exposures to healthcare workers, contaminants of aerosols on the first level at the source Controlling personnel with protective equipment such as masks, respirators, and gloves that distance workers from the hazard may also be needed, but contaminants of the aerosol at the source is the first level of engineering control. <sighs> Contaminant of the aerosol at the source. Aesthetic gases represent the emerging potentially hazardous exposure to healthcare workers. Laser plums and surgical smoke represent another potential risk. Lasers transfer electromagnetic energy and other tissues resulting in heated plum from particles and gas. Other viruses such as HPV, HIV, and the presence of infectious 
Agents, however, may not be sufficient. So make sure that hepatitis and hepatitis B have been transmitted via aerosolization and inhalation. So make sure that there's no evidence that uh, the presence of an infectious agent uh, sufficient is caused for disease. Especially in the normal mode of transmission, the agents are not airborne for HIV and for HPV. Although continuing studies have indicated the risks, there are risks. The guidelines for respirators, N95 or N100, full field shave mask, essential wall suction units with inline filters to collect particles, and dedicated mechanical smoke exhaust systems with high efficiency filters. Modes of transmission, water diseases, is moist environments in a healthcare setting that could potentially be an issue. So we need to think about that. Uh, three modes of transmission are commonly associated with gram-negative bacteria and non-tuberculosis, mycobacteria, aerosol stranded from the water surface contaminated with Ligiana, and other sources of vehicle intruding the engine respiratory facts of the ingestion of water in direct contact and inhalation of aerosols dispersed from the water source, aspiration of contaminated water. So we've got to think about the characteristics of Legion's disease and the modes of transport through water, the disinfection of illness, and the immunodepressed patients. Uh, such as chronic lung disease and dialysis patients, elderly persons, and patients who smoke. The occurrence is proportion of the community. It's estimated that the mortality rate is high. Now, we want to make sure that each water service has its own valves to reach the access panel. Each fixture has a separate stop valve. Valves are permitted in isolation. The water um, system can be shut off for repairs. Vacuum breakers and other devices lines prevent the backflow. AII system supply water should be evaluated to determine the risk of potential back on siphonage across connections. Health facilities should have water. Using a boiler system, these storage vessels are a drainage facility at the lowest point, and heating elements should be used close as possible to the bottom. The most common point of use fixtures in water and patient care is showers and toilets, high washing stations, and things like that. Make sure that the reservoir has not been contaminated with wet surfaces. Uh, dispersion of microbes, the level of risk associated with aerosol showers from heads, and so forth. One report clinical infection was not evident to immunocompetent persons, such as hospital staff, given the infrequency of the reported outbreaks. Although the point of the fixtures, decorative fountains, are being installed in increasing numbers in healthcare facilities. So, what do we want to know about decorative fountains? We want to know something. It's not considered a standard point of use. Aerosols from decorative fountains have been associated with transmission. So, the lobby fountain has regularly maintained the water in the fountain has been heated to subverse lysing and its favored proliferation of legions. So, make sure that decorative fountains and hotel lobby fountains, the potential risk of infections, is avoid locating these fixtures near high risk areas. Make sure that you do not put decorative fountains or um, lobby fountains near high-risk areas because they have been shown to have the disease. So these are all super important things. Okay, we have to think about water temperature and pressure. Generally, hot water located in a hospital is no greater than 105 to 120 in a healthcare facility for uh, skilled nursing facilities. Hot water in patient carriers with skilled nurse facilities is set to a lower range of 95 to 110. We want to make sure that laundry is at 160, stored hot water is at 140, and return of stored hot water is at 124. The return temperature at 124, then insulation of a thermostatic mixing valve should be used.
periodic increasing of the temperature to at least 150 at the point of use. Minimize the growth shall include, make sure it's not too hot. Adequate water pressure, direct patient care, operation water-cooled instruments, proper function of vacuuming suction systems and fire protection systems. Maintaining adequate pressure helps the integrity of the piping system. Infection control impact on a water system maintenance repair. Corrective measures for the water system failures have not have not been studied. In well-designed experiments, these measures are instead a base of engineering the infection control principles. Healthcare facilities can occasionally sustain both cutoffs and municipal and permit new construction at the times without unintentional disruption of service as a result of aging or vacuum breakers or some other disconnect to be put in to prevent backflow. Potable water use is drinking, hand washing cafeterias, flushing toilet types of therapy, bottled waters for surgical scrub, emergency surgical procedures, pharmaceutical preparations, and patient equipment such as ventilators. Detailed up-to-date plans for hot and cold systems should be readily available to maintenance prepare for the purposes if there are any problems. High temperature flushing of uh, hyperchlorination may also be appropriate strategy to decrease potentially high concentrations of waterborne organisms. The decision to pursue these strategies, however, is on a case-by-case basis, which not be given hot water systems is necessary. Hot water temperature should raise between 160 and 170 and maintained at a level until it's all progressively flushed. Flush it for at least five minutes. The optimal flush time is not known. Longer flush times may be necessary. So you got to uh, flush it for at least five minutes for 160 and 170. When it's not possible, you should use chlorination as an alternative method. Interruptions and situations require immediate recovery remediation so to ensure the healthcare facility and patients and the staff and deliver potable water through the municipal distribution systems has been disrupted. The public water supply uh, used to boil water. If you've got flooding or contamination, you've got to do emergency procedures to make principles uh, recovery for flooding or similar to recovery of sewage contamination. Moisture meters are used to look for wall damage. If poor structural materials have moisture content of 20% or more after 72 hours, they should be removed. Very important. All right, so let's look at a diagram for air conditioning, inducing in a drafting cool tower. You're going to have a condenser, you're going to have aerosol, you're going to have a fan, a draft eliminator. A fan is going to push air out, airflow, water, and airflow. Spray nozzle, the air conditioning handling unit, and cooled air to the building goes through one side heat refrigerant, and chilled refrigerant goes through a condenser at the heat source. This figure is represented with permission. The water temperature approximately made differential according to the use of the system's design. Warm water for the condenser or chiller is sprayed downward to across or cross uh, current airflow. The water from the condenser chill unit passes over uh, the surface and is transferred to the air. Some of the water becomes aerolized, aerosolized during this process, and the volume of aerosol discharge for the air can be reduced by the placement of a draft eliminator. Water cooled in the lower returns to the heat source in the refrigerant. Cooling towers and evapotubulars incorporate uh, internal stripping devices called draft eliminators, and the draft eliminators remove water droplets generated within the unit. This effectiveness of eliminators at the range of 5 UM will likely leave the unit and some of the larger drops. So this is where the other filters come into place. Now, air handling units as healthcare facilities. Uh, minimum guidelines are required. Ensure that the heating and air conditioning systems are properly installed to prevent leakage. Monitor them. Engineer the humidity levels. Incorporate steam humidifiers if needed. Air intakes and filters should be periodically to ensure proper operation. Remove uh, bird roosts or anything else next to the intake. Prevent dust accumulation in the cleaning grills in accordance with specific things. Prevent out measure. Periodically measure the output of the system. Make sure that it's clean. And use portable grade HEPA filters. Uh, with exchange rates of 30 to 800 feet per minute to remove the respirator particles as needed.
page 25. Select portable hecto filters that can be circulated all nearly the rooms. Uh, EPA filters and construction zones can be placed can be used in the latter of patient care facilities provided the internal and external surfaces are cleaned and the filter's performance is verified. Uh, facility engineers should ensure that the rooms filtered ensure that air pressure requirements are met. Conduct an air and infection and risk assessment to provide the number of AII and PI if required to other areas. Make sure when you're using UVGCI, the supplement engineering fixtures on the walls and ceilings suspended into an upper unit, the air duct returns when it's used in supplemental. Install fixtures designated in closed areas for boost or spectrum. Seal all the windows, keep emergency doors and exits closed, and emphasize restoration of the proper air quality. Very important that you have to block off and seal return air vents if rigid barriers are used. Block off and seal air return vents if rigid barriers are used. Block off and seal return air vents if rigid barriers are used. Implement dust control measures. Divert people away. Perform engineering. Create maintain negative pressure in work zones adjacent to the patient care areas. Monitor negative airflow of rigid barriers. Monitor barriers ensure the integrity. Repair gaps or barrier joints. Seal the windows. Direct pest to capture away. Provide crew with all the protective clothing. Provide crew with essential services. Provide crew with bathrooms. Make sure that they have a space for storing their equipment. Make sure that wet wipe the tools and carts before they wet wiping tools and carts before they remove from the work zone. Placing mats and tacky surfaces, covering debris and securing and removing debris from the work zone and patient areas. Removal of all ceiling tiles. For disruption, if not, use a plastic sheet. Negative pressure system used to remove dust and pass through a HEPA filter. So that's what those are. Flush the water and clear sediments out of the pipes. Restore appropriate levels. Use airborne tampling, uh, sampling kits. Evaluate the barrier's integrity. Not recommended is offered for routine microbial air sampling. No recommendation is offered for such air sampling. Four pages to go. In the case of healthcare facilities, environmental function disease controls after construction, implement a follow-up measures, review, implement corrections, conduct a search for additional cases. If there's no evidence, then return it to a normal setting. Use a fungal biocide for decontaminated. Environmental structures should not be identified. Environmental conjunction for PE rooms. These recommendations include maximizing severely immunocompromised patients and minimize their exposure, minimize the length of time that they're outside their rooms, provide respiratory protection, incorporate ventilation specifications for dust control, ensure that all the windows are sealed, maintain the ceilings that are smooth, of, and they are they are free from uh, openings and joints, and check the ceilings and walls. Make sure that all that stuff is sealed. Oh, we need to look at that one again. Air supply sufficient to maintain two negative pressure two point five. Airborne spread of viral. They're not affected, then the anteroom's not available. Use the portable filters. Ebola updates. 
No recommendation is offered infection control and ventilation requirement operating rooms. Implementation of an infection control ventilation system in operating rooms maintains positive pressure to the ventilation in respect to the corridors and adjacent areas. PE operating rooms maintain positive pressure in respect to the coordinated values. And an AI maintain negative pressure. All the filters providing 90% efficiency. Don't use UV lights to prevent infections. Keep the operating rooms doors closed. Use respirators without excavation valves in the operating room. Uncertainty exists regarding the presence of multi-drug inducer detergent or water for cleaning facilities and outpatient care. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. Um, blinds, windows, and curtains should be cleaned if they're dusty. Environmental fogging recommendations for spraying fogging chemicals as a way to decontaminate. Recommendation against fogging was based on the studies from the 1970s. Do not appear in newer technologies involved talking decontamination have been available since 2003. Newer technologies make the recommendation that most research is required to clarify the evidence of fogging. Okay, follow the procedures for mops. Prepare a cleaning solution. Change the mop head at the beginning of the day. Clean mops and cloths after use. After the last surgical procedure in day or night, wet vacuum operating may be used or a single-use mop. EPA registered disinfectant. Do not use mass protective surfaces at the entrance. The appropriate dusting method for patient care on compromised patients. Wet dust horizontal surfaces daily with a moist cloth and a small amount of disinfectant. Wet cloth them daily. Horizontal surfaces. Avoid dusting methods to disperse dust. Keep vacuums in good repair. Available sodium chloride is available. Contact for medical procedure. Blot the chemical. Rinse the absorbent. Discard after use. Environmental sampling. Do not conduct random, undirected sampling of the air. When indicated, conduct sampling part of an epomyodolic investigation in a hazardous environment. Limit microbiological sampling for quality assurance purposes. Sterilization, water, short-term protocols. When conducting any form of environment assembly, identify comparative standards. Select a high volume of air sampling. If anticipated levels of contamination, do not settle plots to quantify concentration. When sampling water, choose growth, media, and incubation of the facility recovery waterborne incidents. The sample rinse method is used for environmental surface. When environmental samples of patient specimens, air sampling is a means of testing. Methods for sampling include liquid impact, yeast, calculation of air sampling reports, number of organisms, the plate count, the airflow rate. Now, the one thing that we haven't found that we have to look for is how long are they required to have supplies for an emergency?